It is hump day today. Another episode in the books. Um, God bless. Good job, us. Good job, us. Hustling and grinding as always. Discussing 27 (laughs) dresses with our dear friend, Nicole Zelka. Nicole Zelka from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory tour. Yes, as well as Um, another actor therapy, you know. um, Friend and comrade. Friend and comrade, yes. So, So much fun. Super fun. Talking all things montage, all things James Marsden, all things confidence a lot of talk about confidence and like self-worth yeah so if you're struggling with that we are here for we're here to help we're here to help you know (laughs) call me oprah actually no i feel like i'm more of an ellen a little less composed yikes don't be an ellen i why ellen's kind of on the outs right now people don't like ellen oh that's true that's true okay scratch that fine no drew barrymore show that's me yeah i would care you're a drew absolutely absolutely i'd rather be her anyway yeah who are you I don't, who does talk Andy shows? Cohen. I feel like I'm a, no, I, I'm not an Andy <laughs> Cohen. I, I think he's kind of iffy. I think I'm a Kelly Ripa. That's fierce. That's so fierce. I feel like I'm a Kelly Ripa who's just like, a, or a, Chrissy Teigen doesn't have a TV show, but like if she did, like that would be me as a TV show. Just like literally a loose cannon and just like having fun. Yeah. Um, so like I would say we Kelly, do on the pod every week. Like we do on the pod every single week. So sit back and enjoy another episode of Kiss and Dwell. Nothing to do when you're feeling blue. Distract your mind, grab a bottle of wine, turn on your screen, get ready to stream. Listen to us fall under love's spell. We'll never tell if you kiss him well. Yay. Here we go. Wait, I need gallery. I do too. Hi. <sighs> Nicole. Hi. What's going on? Oh. Nicole. Hi, guys. I have Hi, not Nicole. seen this wow, sweet face so in so long. In like over a year. Uh, yeah, yeah, over a year. Because when did you leave for tour? <laughs> like fall of 2019? Correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I was literally just thinking 2019 and I was like, 2019 was basically cheap. 500 so BC long. is when you left for tour. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. We're good. Thanks for asking me to do this. I feel really cool. Oh um, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for saying yes. You're welcome. Love it. Oh. Meg, love the bangs. Oh, thanks. I just got them trimmed yesterday. So they're like in a good place today. Love. They are so soft. I never want to wash my hair again. Nicole, where are you? You're in Albany. Yes, I've been in Albany since the beginnings. Yay, uh, childhood okay. bedroom status. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's had a makeover since being here. I, I love. I, I put up those like cork boards and that was Yeah. <laughs> For productivity. As you can see, they're empty. So uh, are nothing you in is New happening. York, no, I'm in Massachusetts. And you've been there? Yeah, since March. Okay. Uh, and- March 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe, you're in exhausted. New York. I'm in New York. I went home for like a few months um, okay. towards the end of the year. Got it. Um, yeah, I've been here since March um, and I'm ready, I'm ready to leave. Um, I'm so excited. I've known you. I don't even know how long we've known you at this point. I know. I was thinking about it and I was like, I feel like I never really met Joe. It kind of just like happened. It just happened. It was just like this. But then I was in Megan's first. Yeah, class. my first actor therapy class, Nicole, was in it. And she screlted um on Monday. And I'll never forget it. That's the funny thing about actor therapy. Like, I don't remember meeting like anyone. No. I don't remember meeting Megan. I don't remember meeting you either. I just know we were all in the Spring Awakening show together. So that's um, I think when we all I was like, I know of these people. 
but now I like actually know them and we're like in the room yeah. rehearsing together. Um, yeah, what a time. Um, were you in that? Were you in <laughs> no, that I was in that. No, I was okay. in that. And literally the only day when we rehearsed at, at 54 Below, Megan and I were like, um, why don't we have more solos? <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was like, um, what's happening? You were like, what's, so going what's going on here? So what is actually <laughs> happening? Why are we not featured? Um, I just want to know. But I do have to say, Nicole, looking back, I'm like, we did have some pretty good parts in comparison oh. to like everybody else. <laughs> you like we fully moments. We, we fully had our own songs. Like, like fully, yes. fully had like a paragraph worth of lines. Megan had like the most famous song. Yeah, from the, the most show. iconic song. And then Nicole had beautiful whispering at Honestly, the Honestly, I the think stage I was just alone. bitter that I wasn't in Mama Who Bore Me Reprise. For sure. For, that makes sense. And I was but probably you know just what? bitter that I didn't do the um the verse on what song. I don't scream though I know it's wrong. Oh, <laughs> Moral of the story, don't be bitter. Well, Nicole, you have an extensive resume and a very impressive, in my opinion, a very impressive one. Tell us a little bit about you and your background and like your journey until now. Okay. And like before the, before the world changed. Cool, sounds good. So I am originally from Albany, New York. Um, I grew up doing this kind of because my sister was doing it for fun, but I kind of caught the bug a little bit harder than her. Um, I was doing it through school, but then um, where I'm from in the capital region has a lot of really great community theater, like regional theater opportunities. So I kind of grew up in that. In high school, I was like, okay, probably should do this for a living because I can't do anything else with my life. This is like the iconic Nicole Zelka story I always tell. Um, I, I only auditioned for like four colleges my senior year because I just like didn't have the money to do all those auditions and applications and everything. Yeah, insane. Mm -hmm. Insane. And I got into no programs. Um, also insane. So I was Yeah, like, that makes okay, no sense. Okay. Um, I don't, I like got an academically everywhere, but I was like, I'm not going to go somewhere just to not be in the program I want to be in. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I had to leave Albany because I hated high school and I had no friends. Um, so like May 1st came around and everyone's like wearing their college t-shirt. And I was like, mom, don't let me go to school. <laughs> <laughs> but May 17th, I auditioned for AMDA. Found out like three days later. And I was like, I guess I'm just going to go to the city. Like whatever, I'll get this done with. And I took advantage of being in the city and I started after therapy when I was at AMDA. So I was like, an, I was 18, a class with all the older people. And I think that's where having the both of those things was super helpful for me only because the things that I wasn't like picking up in school, watching other people do it correctly in an audition room was working for me. So didn't like my first year there. Um, mm -hmm. I just like, wasn't vibing with anyone, any of the teachers. I had like a few fave teachers but like the musical theater class itself, I was like, no, I think I hate theater. But then I took the summer. So you can like take um, your summer off or you can go right through the summer and finish it in like a year and a half. I took mm -hmm. the summer off. I worked at Scoops where I am right now. It's my aunt's ice cream shop. And I went back and I kind of had like a different mindset. Actually, you know what? Let's be real. I went on Lexapro that summer. And hey. Period. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cool. This is all making sense. I walked in 
my like third semester. And I was like, okay, I like, I'm vibing with this now. I understand. I have like the ability to be like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck that thought. So then are your fourth semester, your last semester, all of your classes are 5 PM to like 1130 PM. So they're like, go audition, like see. That's nice. That's so Yeah, it's different. Um, and that's when I auditioned for Cinderella, the second leg of it being non-union. And I went in one day and I was like, this is just going to be whatever. Like, I'll just go. I went and I got a call back. I kind of just went in a couple times and then I got a third call back and I was like, what? So it was literally my thought the entire time was like, this is weird. Why do they keep asking me back? Um, but then, what, you're 1920 at this point. Uh, I was 19. So this is like May, June. And I got a final callback email and they were like, everyone will be in the room. And I was there with only two other girls. And I was like, this is bizarre, but I guess I'll just do it. So I went and again, I kind of was just like, we'll see what happens. And I like found out in the next week, they like called me, I was brushing my teeth and I was thought it was like a weird spam caller. And I was like, hello. And they were like, (laughs) Hi, is this Nicole Zelka? And I was like, what? Spits out the toothpaste. (laughs) Hello. And that happened that I graduated um, in the beginning of June, spent the summer, did um, my first like professional show at Capital Rep. I did Mamma Mia. That was fun. Um, And then I went right uh, into rehearsals in October and that was 10 months. It's amazing. Yeah. Fun. So after that, it was what 2018 and from that summer I spent the summer home just to like become a human again but from fall of 2018 being back in the city to fall of 2019 I was unemployed I went back into like the New York City it was actually my first time being like a New York City actor that was unemployed um so I like nannied and whatever I got back into classes and I was just like very dry. I literally thought I was gonna like be on top of the world when I came back to the city with credit mm-hmm. on my resume, but I was literally garbage. Um, <laughs> no. like they, they like don't care about you at all. <laughs> so I was like, I have a principal credit at 20. Like I got this. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm fully a mess. Yeah. Um, and then that summer I went back to Albany and did Capital Rep again. I did the full Monty. And then weirdly enough, one of my favorite teachers, Evan Pappas, was directing Full Monty at the Argyle fall of 2019. So that's, I did it. But during Full Monty is when I started going into Charlie, which I literally went in for maybe 33 times. That's dramatic, dramatic, maybe like 15. But yeah, I like, I went into the open call. I didn't initially get a call back, but then I got a call back. And then I was going in for like all these different roles. And I remember you going in for like all the moms. All the moms. Mm-hmm. all the moms and it was fully cast and literally la- like last minute two of the grandparent tracks the female the grandparent tracks both ladies dropped or didn't accept or whatever i went in one day with who is now my best friend jenna and she ended up getting it and then i was like okay this is like done like a whatever then literally friday before rehearsal started we started rehearsals on like a tuesday and that friday they got they emailed me and they were like oh, another track opened up for the other grandparent can we see you and another person? And I was like, great, love it. I'm over this, but great. Like, just give me the job. I, right. Like, I was like, come on. Um, <laughs> and I iconically messed up lyrics um, love it. for a song, which Jack O'Brien himself knows me as the girl who iconically 
messed up that lyric. Loved it for you. So, yeah. So we, we make impressions, really good ones. Um, and then I found out that Monday and signed the contract that night. And then I started on Tuesday. Amazing. Oh, and that's my, my goodness. story. I was in um, Willy Wonka in middle school. Fun fact. So was I. I played, Who were you, Megan? I was Violet Beauregard. What a um, queen. Wait, amazing song. How does it go again? Well, it's, now I'm like afraid because I don't know if it's like the same version because obviously we did like. I don't. I think Megan, we did the same version. I don't think I did the same version. I think I did like a. We like, didn't sing in ours. Oh, really? I think we, we sang, did like, like the a knockoff songs. version. Oh, we sang like the movie songs. Wait, I did like the MTI version and I did in fact play Willy Wonka in eighth grade. Oh, That's okay. Yours. Then we did the same version. Ours was MTI. I did okay. it in eighth grade. Yeah. Wait, and but I was, you didn't sing in it? I sang in it. I sang Cheer Up Charlie because I got cast as Grandpa Joe and of I was you did. pissed. I was pissed. A fifth grader got to play Will. I just will never play Willy A Wonka. A fifth grader? A fifth grader been, got Willy Wonka. I would have been batshit. I would have been so I was mad. Pissed. I would have been like, pay your dues, motherfucker. <laughs> he, my teacher literally was like, you're Grandpa Joe. And I was just like, I've worked so <laughs> like, hard. Like, well, Link. Our director I cast her daughter down. as Baruch Assault, and I'll never get over it. You, but I, I wanted to sing. I want it now. Great role for you. That's guys. not in the in the Isn't new it? show. And with the bangs. Yeah, no. but in the new now in this show, she's like a fierce ballerina. Yeah, yes. so and I she would gets not be cast apart by squirrels. <laughs> no, I I had to. S- talk in a southern accent for yes you Byron. sang an amazing song you sang um too late we'll lean up into it because i know just how to chew it there is no need to poo poo it that's yes. that yes. yeah 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 and it's it's i just remembered at the end i was like super fierce in my mix and i was like i guess i blew it, blew it, blew it. i know wait our girl i remember our violet being like i guess i blew it, blew it. and then she was like belting but then she was like <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you gotta go for it girl and they made like this huge like oh. blueberry for me and I, I was so stoked and i'm pretty sure they put like because we didn't have time obviously it's like a quick change yeah for the blue makeup and i think they like literally put like a blue bag over my head or something along those lines they put a Holy plastic bag, bag over my head and they said yeah they were like we don't want to see her face just put a bag <laughs> over it um, <laughs> But Nicole, that's so amazing and so impressive that you're like, I just feel so much like we've had people now that are younger than us that are guests, one of them being fucking Maria on Broadway. So that was really great for me and Joe's self-esteem. But like people that are young with these amazing like credits and we're just so proud of you watching you thrive and we love you and so happy that you're here. So yes, we are discussing 27 Dresses. Love this movie. I want to know why you chose it. What, what, what sparked your, your interest? Okay. I think because I feel like it was one of the first like rom-coms that I understood. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's also one of those movies that is always on TV or there was a point where it was always on TV that Every I day. would, yeah. It's movies like we proposals. love, E-Network, movies we love. Yeah, so I always watch, and I loved Katherine Heigl. I think that's why, I think it was just one of those things that like always, it was always on and I always watched it. <laughs> yeah, I often fall into a rabbit hole of- Yeah, you turn on I the also E-Network. always watched it for the scene when, she shows off her bridesmaid dresses. Oh my God, that is my favorite scene of the whole movie. It's the best. It's the best you know what it reminds best me scene. of? It's like 
I don't think the word is satisfying to watch, but it reminds me of the scene in 13 going on 30 when she does her makeup and everything before yes. she goes to the club. Yes. And it's like the scene in Devil Wears Prada where Anne Hathaway's walking the streets in all her different outfits. Yes. <gasps> yes. It's, just, it's that scene. It's like that scene of the movie where you're like, oh, so good. We love a montage. We love <laughs> yeah. the Broadway adaptation. If the Broadway adaptation of Devil Wears Prada does not have a quick change montage of her walking, of Taylor Amon Jones walking around the stage and just like r- reveal after reveal. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I, now that I'm older and I'm watching, watching that scene, I'm just like, imagine going to someone's house, either like dating or just like a friend at this point and them being like, look at my like dress closet. Look at my collection. Yeah. Look at my, cl- I'd be like. And not only like dresses, like bizarre dresses. Bizarre. Like, I Hideous dresses. I think my favorite one. Oh, I don't know. There's so many good ones. I the love this. The first one is that the first one I think she shows is like that. Um, It's like a little Bo Peep. And she's yeah, like, so wedding. funny. I was going to say that one, but I I love the LA wedding one. I was just going like, to literally this. this big. Um, and Here, I'm love- sending this link that has like all of them and they're. Oh my God, yes. E! News ranked all 27 dresses. Shut your mouth. So that we can at least see all of them. Okay. Um, I like the segment where she's like, she's like in a horse wedding, but in for the picture, <laughs> the horse. Yes. It's like fully there. Oh, I Her love, horse I, is like behind, like backwards or like. She's like trying to smile and like the horse is just not just staying like, still. Ooh, it's I like just the, hilarious. The pink satin, the pink satin, like very um pretty and pink. Oh, the pretty and pink is, uh, Megan, that's hideous. Oh, they're all bad. All of them are yeah, bad. That's, a, that's the thing. It's that's like, hideous. None of them are good. Like why? Yeah. And I'm sorry, any wedding I've been to, they, none of them look like this. Yeah. <laughs> the bow peep was, gone with the wind wedding. Was there style then? Was, was right. people, were like, people blonde back here? then? I'm... Gone with the wind. Yeah, I'm dead. Um, But yeah, it's always been that scene that I looked forward to also because James Mars is so cute. And he's like taking pictures of her. And there's like that moment where he's like, when she's like looking over to the side and just talking and then he like snaps the candid and I'm like, you love her. You love, love her. her so much. We love Flynn Rider. That's how all I can, or not Flynn Rider. Um, fucking Enchanted. Enchanted. Yes. Um, Prince Edward. Prince Edward. Prince Edward. He's also Corny Collins in the Hairspray movie and was yes! amazing. What is he not in? He's so handsome. 2004, five, six, seven was a great time for movies, period. I agree. Shall we get into my list of emotional um, trauma, I guess? Maybe not trauma. Overall, the experience watching this film was not controversial. It wasn't upsetting, but there were definitely times where I was like, ooh, I need to discuss this point because some some emotions are flowing. Totally. Um, and right off the bat was specifically that it paints the picture, as many other movies do, that women and girls are supposed to be like obsessed with their wedding and that it is like the most important day of their life. You're so right. Do you have your wedding planned? I need to know. No. Do you have any idea what you want out of your wedding? No. Okay. Well, I'm like going to be I'm the lucky only psychotic one. No, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to be lucky if I'm ever married, but I definitely have planned my my wedding like I had Pinterest boards when I was younger like that I, okay I feel I like when I was younger I was like oh my god yeah but like to be honest I have not thought about it in years my I was so I went home for Christmas or like a three-month period around Christmas and like one of the first dinners I came home to my mom and I were sitting outside at a restaurant because we couldn't sit inside uh-huh. and she just like 
slaps down this town and country magazine. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And she was like, I know where you're getting married. And I was oh, like, yes. Liz. I was like, what? And she what was like, South Carolina. It's South Carolina. It's Charleston. Unless that's in North Carolina. Um, Wait, so where are you from? Chicago. Oh. I have never she been to Charleston. She wants a destination. I have one. never been to Charleston. I have no connections to Charleston. And she was like, look at this photo. Look at this church. And I was like, I, the last place I'm getting married is a church. So I was like, we're not religious either. Like, you, <laughs> right. you, don't, you don't go to church. And she was like, but think of the photos. And uh, I, she was like, we can go take photos aesthetic. here. And I was like, so I think Liz has mine planned. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. So if y'all want someone, call my mom. Yeah. She'll open town and country in like a random love, place. I can't lie. I love looking at wedding photos. Like, especially now, some of them are so good. I, I think, just think weddings are ridiculous. Yeah, we discussed this in a prior episode of like- generation the- too. I just feel like we're all like, fuck it. Yeah. Like- do we even want to get married? Right. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, the main, the main challenge is definitely going to be to nail down a partner, um, which, you know, looking a little bleak. Um, I think just because um, my, both of my brothers now, both of my brothers now are married and okay. quite recently within the last like three years. So I think I, I do think about it a little bit more than the average um, single. Totally. Yes, that makes gal. sense. But I do know I've always dreamed of getting married on on the beach. That's like my main thing. And I don't want a princess dress. I want it to be nice and simple. Yes. And I've been to I definitely have weddings in mind that I've been to where I was like, okay, yes, like this was great. I loved I loved this and I would want Mm -hmm. this like a beach wedding. I've been to a beach wedding and I was Mm -hmm. like, perfect, love it. The only thing that stresses me out is it needs to be nice weather. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I have mine like the basics of it in my head. I'm like, I want everyone in black. Oh, I, I just want a black tie. I don't want anyone showing up in an ugly outfit. Like if you, I was like, I told my mom once, I was like, everyone has to send me photos of their outfit before they show up. And she was like, no. And I was like, I don't want someone to show up in some like gaudy 27 dresses, like in their pink outfit. satin look, in their pink satin look. In so their, I think black- In their little bow peep dress. Gone with the wind dress. Um, so I think like a black dress code, it's black tie, but like- yeah. Black just code is really safe. If you show up safe. in another color, if you're wearing fucking gray, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck you need out. to see a certain shade of black. Yeah. Dark, sends dark, you, like, dark the black. Paint, the paint splatter, like <laughs> right. the paint card. Match this at Benjamin Moore. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I want like a service. I just don't get it. Like, why do you want to sit there? And like, I think it's different for girls because like y'all have the dress and like, that's kind of the point of the wedding. And it's like something with like your dad and like, it's a big, big moment for two dudes just to walk down an aisle and like wear a suit and be like, I do. Yeah. And it's like, it's, do you both walk down? But the vows, right. the vows. don't you... The vows are but nice. Like, they are, but I'm just like, that's a, that's such a private thing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, My I thing also... is just like, save the money. Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, every single wedding I've been to, I'm like, okay, when is the after party? (laughs) (laughs) That's all we want. Right. Like nobody, I mean, I guess old people like, like to watch, but like, you're right. I could like do that in an office and then we can all party together. Yeah. That's, I would rather put the money towards like whatever expense is like a church in that like service. I'm going to put it to the open bar and a party and just show up. Um, We're already married and have fun. Yeah. that's like my ideal of like what I would like yeah Liz so wants right. a church all of a sudden but um she was just um rebaptized and she wants um no, no. she wasn't 
she, absolutely not. She has gone nowhere near a church in years. Well, it's her favorite part about quarantine. She didn't have to go to church for Christmas. Um, I guess going back to just like the idea of weddings and tying them in with what how women should feel about them, I, especially watching my brothers getting married and like seeing the family's reaction. Like I don't want to diminish like everyone's excitement. But I definitely feel like people make such a big deal out of when people are getting married and having babies versus like if a woman were to have like a huge career move happen. I think I've just gotten quite bitter about it because I'm like, hey, we're that side's not going anywhere currently. Like the track record's not cute, but like I, I want to do like cool career things and I want you to be equally excited about that than if I were to get married, you know? Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. And also, like, yes, I feel like I'll throw the bouquet when I get married. But, like, do we need to have women tackling each other for a thing of flowers? And there will things- be no tackling at my wedding. And also- I don't get it. And if you tackle each other, I will point and laugh at you. Point and laugh. Yeah. But it's like, is that all we have to look forward to is, like, getting married? Right. Like, I feel like that's just so, like, 17th century. I agree. I, I agree. More than breed and, like, get married. Like, I oh. am a full functioning human. Like, yes. please and thank you. Ex-nay on the traditional wedding views yes. and traditions. Agreed. Even though I do have my full wedding plan. So I'm I'm being a little hypercritical. We do have a Pinterest board ready. We do have a Pinterest board ready. It's behind, She takes it down every episode she films. That it, Those are what those cork boards are for yeah. in the back. And they are full. They're they completely are full, full and she just turns true. them around. So she's like, I don't have my wedding plan. I don't, um, I don't know what any of that is. Also this movie... I just want to shout out to every woman out there, or if you're progressive and you want men or, you know, non-binary people to be in your wedding party, you will not be in 27 wedding parties. Nobody has that many friends. Nobody is going to be asked to be a bridesmaid that many times. Let that dream go. And also the money. And the money, like where, like, I get it that she works a nice job and I bet she makes like a a pretty penny, but like you're living in New York city, number one, number two, like you're not making that much to be a bridesmaid and like, I can't believe how much money bridesmaid dresses are. And the fact that we're fucking expected to pay for them. (laughs) So like if bride, so I'm basing my knowledge off of bridesmaids, the movie, um, that one dress is what, like $800. And she was like, we're going to Paris to get a, a, we we do too or whatever. It's like six hundred. Like so, I was like, say seven hundred is like a normal bridesmaid dress times twenty seven. That is eighteen thousand dollars. Very good math. R- roughly, I used a calculator. Um, eighteen thousand dollars, like nine hundred. Well, and not even that. Like in for dresses. Example, my stepsister got married. She's my age. She got married two years ago. It lasted okay. for four months. <gasps> <laughs> but um I could not go because I was in a show and I mm-hmm. was literally I was in Mamma Mia at the time and I was literally no place to like it was a tech like a final tech rehearsal yeah. I was yeah. in no place to ask for that off um so I didn't not attend and the bridesmaid dress was like a like a nice yellow the plainest the most simple probably least expensive thing that you could get at David's bridal and it was $98 like that's still even $98 of dresses 27 times it that's still a lot of money yeah in my opinion we're balling on a budget here we are if you're asking someone to be in your bridal party I cannot imagine asking someone to buy something I picked out. No, that's yeah, what I that, that's the I think it's shitty about being a, a yeah. bridesmaid. But it's like I think so it's ridiculous. That's like what you're supposed to do. Like everyone's I know. like 
Yeah, we're. I think it's ridiculous. And then be like, we're getting you a gift on top of that. And then like. And like paying for your bachelorette weekend. It's like. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, I think I'll only do it like maybe twice. Maybe twice. Yeah. Just wear black to mine. Y'all can wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But also one thing about Catherine Heigl that annoyed me too. I was like, girl, why are you not charging for your services? Like know your worth what like come on <laughs> you're doing yeah. so much you are holding a dress up while this woman pisses and the fact that her. she not only was she in 27 weddings but she was tw- a, like a maid a, i think she was a maid of honor 27 times yeah some right? of them yeah she was most of right them. Next to them most of them she was definitely the maid of honor i don't i have no interest in going to 27 weddings agreed unless Maybe there's an care. open bar i don't even think i'll go to 27 weddings. Uh, but i'm like I i'm good so either absolutely <laughs> not um but yeah really strange concept that Very was like strange. the one thing about the plot that i was like what like if she was a wedding planner i would get it but yeah. she's not i was she's like she's a pushover honey honey she's a pushover From one pushover to another god damn it <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, louise all right Let's talk about Kevin, a.k.a. James Marsden, a.k.a. a dream boat. Initial thoughts about Kevin in this film. What is it? What are they? Let me know. Perfect human. Exactly. As soon as as soon as you meet him, you're like, oh, my God, they're they're obviously going to be in love. It's the layered hoodie with the jacket for me, (laughs) like the journalism for me. Yeah, you're so right. This is literally right up your league. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What about you, Joe? Did you love James Marsden was my sexual awakening. I, I'm pretty, pretty yeah. sure. Yes. Like, do we remember James Marsden? Did you ever see like the, the the kind of reboot of Superman? Superman Returns. Kate mm-hmm. Boswell. Um oh. James Marsden. What's a Superman? What no was he Superman? <laughs> no. Um he was Kate, he was Lois Lane's new fiance. Okay. Um, so he played kind of the other man. I don't remember who was Superman, but he didn't really do work ever again. Um, this Brandon Ruth guy. Brandon Ooh, Ruth, Kevin yes. Kevin Spacey was in this movie. Kevin yeah. Spacey was in this movie, and unfortunately he was spectacular in the movie. He was um, the Lex villain. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. The movie is fantastic. Everyone should watch it. It's one of like the really good superhero movies. It, it might be horrible today, but like All I right. loved it then and I was obsessed with it, but I was like, and you're like, why am I watching this movie so yeah. much? I don't understand. Right. I was like, who is? And I'm I didn't even care about old. Superman. I cared about James, James Marsden's supporting role. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. He really is perfect. Which again, I'm like, why does he play more like hot, sexy boys and like better? Yeah. Very quirky. Um, and then Enchanted happened, and I was like, you. and you were like, oh my god. I'm like, oh, you're yeah, also I was like, genius. Kiss me right now. I was like, Please. you, I'm gay. Yeah. Um, and then and every other movie he's done, I was like, yep. And not yeah. even in Hairspray, I was like, because Zac Efron looked a little freaky in Hairspray for something. Yeah. I wasn't into Zac Efron in Hairspray. I was into James Marston. Oh, every afternoon when the clock looks He's just brilliant. Just he is walk. just brilliant. And that character is like so progressive as well. And like, yes. he's like, and we can't forget he was an X-Men. He was oh. Cyclops in the original X-Men. Slay me oh. dirty. Oh my God. So like he worked, honey. Like he, he, worked he got his coin. Him. I do yes. too. And now he has kids and those kids are, the kids are really attractive. And it's they amazing. all have they kids are. and they're all married. Can't like they the, just... the kids are hot though. And they're like, not in a creepy way, but like, you know, when kids will be hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like mm-hmm. his kids are going to be stunning. Got it. Um, yes. But one thing I really wanted to talk about, about Kevin, the character specifically is that 
he, and I've never experienced this in my life. So please let me know if you have, um, Mm -hmm. it's a rare breed. He was the perfect type of chaser. Like he wasn't creepy. Um, which Joe will probably chime in and say, if he wasn't hot, we would think he was psychotic, which is probably true, but just like good spirited and just did really thoughtful things. Like I wrote down, like, well, I thought the writing in the planner was a little much. I would be so pissed if someone wrote all over my schedule. Um, but like coming to the apartment and which is also, I guess, kind of creepy. Whoa. Having revelations as we speak right now. I mean, he's, Um, (laughs) he's not like, I don't think he's a great person. Like what he did to her was like, Loki no, really that like was slimy. really shady. That's absolutely true. Um, notice how I didn't write that down because yeah, like I'm in like, every that's... single episode... literally the plot point of that relationship is right the slimy thing. He yeah, did. but but from the get, like from the get, you could tell that he liked her. Yes, like, that's the thing. Yes. It wasn't like he was shitty person, and then like by meeting her, she became better. He became a better person. Like he did a shitty thing, very much kind of like well, he used like, her. I don't think that the the piece was supposed to be like he was talking shit about her. Yeah, I think it would have been even better if he were to do that after they got married. Like that, like I feel like that article wouldn't be weird if they were married and he did that. Right. It's someone you're like kind of seeing hanging so the out fact with that and their relationship was awkward, but also like not too awkward. So it was like right. still slimy, but like also, I don't know. He don't published know. her in the New York times without her permission but yes 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 and i totally understand where you're coming from but i think the reason why he wanted to write about tess and george in the first place was because he wanted to be close to jane so it's like i feel like his intentions were pure and when his boss who was jan in the Mm -hmm. office if anyone picked that up i completely disagree when she was like hey I don't want you, I want to publish this article. He kept being like, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready. So I think he was like, that's true. He didn't like, want to publish it. He didn't want to publish it by the time. Because he- I think he realized it was slimy. I, I think guess. he yes, had he intentions. Did. He met this kind of, and don't get me wrong. She's, a, she's a weird character. Like Jane is not some like normal, just like kind of like nice girl. Who's just like, I have this weird thing that happens to me. She's, right. she's high maintenance and she's a little off. And it's clear that like she's off when in a little manic when they meet and he learns this from like the get-go Yes. about her and like this manic obsession she has with weddings and like he digs his way in and then he gets what he wants. And then I think he, yes, he develops feelings for her to the point where like, he's like, what I've done is kind of gross. And now, now I have to kind of try and stop it. But I don't think his intentions were pure and I don't think he did it out of like, curiosity i think he saw his way do you and think he was, maybe he he was doing it to for himself first but yeah. then when he started liking her that's yes. when he was gonna finish the article to like kind of make it full circle and like not make it be like slimy about her but then that's when her boss came in and was like haha this is amazing yeah i feel I like think- at one point he was like gonna make it a nice article I don't think it was ever supposed to be a malicious article. No. I don't think, and I don't think the the article was malicious, but I think that's mortifying for someone. Yes. To be. Always, always, always the bridesmaid. Like, Jesus. Always, always the bridesmaid. (laughs) And like photos. Photos. Not just like an anonymous article about it, but like photos. Yeah, that's true. Um, And like photos she took, he took in her house. Yeah. Um, But I also, I like that in the article, like he talked shit about Tess. (laughs) He was like, oh. she's a monster. Yeah. Yes, no, definitely. Um, I just think it, it was just a really backhanded 
kind of slap in the face. And like I said, I don't think he did it maliciously and I don't think he's an asshole in any way, but I don't think he's like a good intentioned person from the get-go of with yes. this article. Um, because if, if it was good intentions, he, he would have been very upfront about what this article is and like, hey, I, I think this could be a really funny piece. Are you sure, up for it? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I get that. And any normal person would have been like, sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> like, um, Joe always puts me in my place, but I just, I do because think- imagine if that was you, Megan. No, I know I would be pissed. Yeah, imagine, Megan. Imagine, imagine. Megan. <laughs> I would be mortified. No, I would be mortified right, too. Right. But I do because think- she clearly likes him too, which I think is something to point out. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that you can just agree with me on this, but I do think he started to like her early on in the process, and I do think I know you said you you don't think it was because of curiosity but i do think he found her extremely intriguing and yes no, maybe it was for the purpose of a story but he's clearly on her side like he could have been like this hot sister and like this older sister that's always the bridesmaid which i guess that is incorporated in the story but making tests like the villain of it all like he's clearly on her side i don't think he it was ever like a a dragging jane article yeah 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 yeah. but i think he he was out for himself the entire time with it he needed an article for his his yes. job and he and he found something that was was yes very intriguing and someone he did enjoy spending time with and like was interested in learning more about he posted the photos like yeah, you don't right. post photos these ugly ass photos of like someone you're kind of not making fun of right yeah 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 i almost feel like if the bo- like his boss didn't take it when it wasn't ready I feel like at that point in the movie and their relationship, Kevin and Jane's relationship, I almost feel like the article would have been if he had, if he yes. did it correctly, it would have been a more attacking test. Yes. Yeah. Because what, they they take the article after Benny and the Jets scene? It, no. Or is it right before? It, she prints it while they're stuck. Because remember, they're at the diner after the Benny yes. and the Jets scene. And then they're like, oh my God, you were the girl from the yes. article yes. and she's like and they plop it down on the she's table like, mm-hmm. and yeah. they were about to eat the most <coughs> breakfast ever and she walked out on it i would too also i'd be i'd be livid um no okay so i don't think you, it's illegal I, I don't think you can post someone's yeah, I don't photo in something either. without like in a publication without like a contract well there's okay. a rom-comism for you they don't do contracts there yeah. in the films okay, point okay. Point being, it's shitty um yeah. it's so shitty but okay if I, if i'm interpreting I still like him you don't really think he was chasing her romantically you were more chasing her he was not initially more professionally okay not initially yes I do think interest in in feelings came sure sure, sure. um, but not from the get-go he he didn't spot this person across the room and he was like this one got it okay well after the article okay fine I I I agree with that I agree with that but I'm also Fine. I'm also a little heartbroken um, to be in that re- realization in space. But in that way, I do think that he formed feelings for her early and wanted to be there for her, even though he was like writing the shitty article. Is different than a lot of other rom coms. Yeah. Yes, he was not yeah. out to hurt her, and I no, agree no, with no. that. Exactly. Right. But in terms of like him being a chaser in the way that I interpreted it, which was like someone that cared about her and was willing to put forth an effort, like mm-hmm. he was like sending her. Did he send her flowers? at the yeah at the office like yes. sending her like that even though again i said i would hate someone to write all over my journal i thought that was or planner i did think that was really cute that he was like yeah we're gonna meet here and the the thing that really set me off that i was like i'm obsessed with him was 
when she did that terrible PowerPoint presentation, which even Judy Greer was like, you're a bitch. Um, But he was like, you know what? Sure, that was a terrible thing. But I thought it was fucking awesome that you finally spoke up for yourself. And I wanted to be here because the for the first time, I wanted to be there for somebody. And then like, I thought the Palm Pilot was a little much (laughs) thoughts. Um, But I was like, Oh, like, that's, that's a thoughtful gift. Like he actually listens and, and knows her. Yes, that PowerPoint is fucking hilarious. So good so good the fucking ribs get me every time and he was like why were you wearing your wedding wedding ring bitch she's still (laughs) trying to lie like throughout the whole i'm like oh we'll get to her we will get to her my thing with like the chasing though like with the flowers and in the journal i just i sat here being like he's using the shit out of this girl and he it just came off so manipulative in my opinion and i think it's because i had this like notion of just like he likes her towards the end his yeah. article's not done it just comes across to me as so using because no, it's there was very a- well it's very well that character's very well written and very mm-hmm. i'm sure was very hard clearly because i was because there is so much manipulation but there's there also is. also that side that he ends up expressing feelings for her mm-hmm. pretty early on. I was manipulated and I feel used in this yeah. space. I don't know. I'm torn now. <laughs> I think it's a testament to James Marsden's like brilliant acting in it. Yeah. Yes. Like, I agree. Um, Cause you and don't it, hate him, but no. you're also like, wait a second. And you could easily have hated this character. Yeah. Well, you mm-hmm. usually do. Right. It was redeemable, but that's the thing. It's like, I don't think he was a bad person and it wasn't like he was like shitty and then turned to a good person. He was just, Blinded doing by his, job. his career advancements. Yeah, he's yeah. doing yeah. his job and then like it kind of bit him in the ass. Right. Yeah. But have you ever had me? someone, what's the most romantic gesture someone has done for you? Um, we all really have to dig in the deep depths of our brain. Isn't that this one. so sad? It's so sad. It's really sad. But, it, you know, our time will come. Our day will come. I don't think anything's oh. ever happened. Me either. The U.S. Oh. Open, Joe. That wasn't romantic. That was just a date. That was like the first date. Wait, what happened? I was seeing someone very, very, very briefly right before I left for Elf in 2018. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, he was very aware that I couldn't go anywhere because I was leaving. Um, but the first date, he took me to the U.S. Open. Um, casual. Casual and like, like SUV and like super fancy dinner, like courtside. Like it just was a lot. But that to yeah. none, none of yeah. that to me, Megan, was like romantic. It was a lovely date, but it wasn't romantic in yeah. the slightest. Like, that's not me. To anyone listening, like, you don't need to take me to the U.S. Open. Um, <laughs> me, on the other hand, get the tickets now. Pre-order. I think you, um, everyone should go. I think it was a really cool <laughs> experience. And it's, and it's attainable to anyone to go to it. Just yeah. not the way we did. I think I'm the same way. Joe is like, I nothing has happened to me. But also, if something were to happen to me, I'd be like, Ooh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is I just, just like, when stop. is Ashton popping out? I'm getting punked. I'd be like, can you stop? Like, but then Megan is over here and she's like, please buy me all the tickets. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm not well, a gift person. I'm not uh, a gift person. I'd rather you just like care. <laughs> He's like, um, buy me everything. No, I do like that. Stuff. I, I think I watch these movies and I fall in the hole and I, and I like, I am romantic. I am. And I'll admit that I'm not naive to, that about myself but I think I have gotten more realistic and when I'm actually in situations 
few and far between. But like when I'm there, like I'm happy if you buy me like McDonald's. Like I'm not a high maintenance person, but if you're going to give me something that is fancy, I'm not going to say no. No. So that's all. Yeah. No, of course not. But I don't want that to be like, what they think is romantic right yeah okay okay yeah absolutely like that you got this because you got it for me and that's nice thank you that's just like the type it's just like the type of person it goes hand in hand with like i haven't planned my wedding like i'm just like not i'm like just like remember what i tell you like yes that is the most important thing yes being it's really simple like just remember what i do (laughs) i think if someone bought me a palm pilot i would be a little frightened um i definitely like there's a tracker like i would be like oh my god find my friends is on i'm scared um i think again i thought i think that was much a little much but like the thing that really got me is that he like showed up for her like that is like that is like my love language yes you're being supportive um even though i do love gifts take notes. no but Uh, you're so right (laughs) i i didn't even think of that like just being like i listened to you and i'm so proud that you finally did something for yourself all right. So our initial ch- ideas of Kevin have changed drastically over the last seven minutes. Um, have you, not all of setting- ours have yours. Okay. Go <laughs> calm down. Deep breaths. Um, so whiplash is, is setting in and this happens every episode. Joe just completely <laughs> destroys the love. That because Megan walks in being like, these people are perfect. I didn't say he was perfect. I just like, I love these people. And I'm like, these people are trash. (laughs) These people are bad. But I feel like everybody is trash. It trash in that we have flaws. Like everybody has flaws. Flaws don't make you trash. But like Megan's motto to all of you listening today is flaws make you trash. (laughs) Megan told them one episode that everyone was dying alone. And now she's Which telling us that, like, is that not are, facts? Is that trash. not facts? Is that not facts, though? It's facts. Like, oh we God. all will die alone. Megan, true. these people are sad now. Okay. You're not trash. Anyone, if you have a flaw, you're not trash. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you Any for coming of- to Megan's TED Talk. Speaking of trash, let's talk about Tess. Um, oh, the ultimate trash. She ultimate actually trash. beats out Bianca, I think, in, in 10 Things I Hate About You, about the people that I think are absolute garbage. Okay, I'm going to use this word wrong or so right, so please let me know. Animosity. Okay. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Fierce. Yes. I wrote it down like on my notes and I was like, I don't know if that's right. I can't spell that word, but that is Um, correct. Oh, I have spell check on my computer. So amazing. (laughs) I have so much animosity towards her just because I knew girls like her growing up and I just could not stand like the hot girl that always gets the guy. They make the man obsessed with them. You've been lusting over this boy in high school, like since you were in fourth grade and some chick just strolls up after meeting him for like two minutes and like has her in his clutch. Like I don't have powers like that. And I was always so jealous or just so confused. It was like, why am I awkward? Why am I wearing a cardigan? Mm. And why am I like not, (laughs) why am I not having the pheromones like fall off? Like, coming yeah. off of my yeah. body like, the way what is she do. doing that I'm not yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly I was so much I was felt I felt Jane in my core throughout this whole yeah. film I was just like oh my god and it just do you, have a, you don't have a sister Megan do you no thank god I would okay. kill her oh my god I would never survive <laughs> um <laughs> like she would not be in she wouldn't be here but, which is why Megan doesn't have a sister she killed her yeah years killed and her. years and years ago <laughs> 
No, but I just, the idea of like the super hyper feminine, hyper sexual, hyper flirtatious, promiscuous woman that those are the people that get guys. And like yeah. Jane, who is plain Jane, but like smart, accomplished. Like, why is it always those women that are not, not accomplished, but like also like still a very attractive person? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like dress is fine too. Like she, she quite literally is still like, if I passed her on the street, I'd be like, She's pretty. Like yeah, she looks yeah, like Catherine off. Heigl. Um, yeah. <laughs> redhead Catherine Heigl, I think, is my favorite. Agreed. She looks stunning. Redhead, as a redhead. anybody looks, I think, yeah. is. Shout out to Brittany yeah. Snow, redhead, because that yes. is my favorite. Oh, I love beautiful her. redhead. So cute. Beautiful redhead, but also perfect blonde and perfect in any other color, but yeah. needs to be red forever. So versatile. Love Brittany Snow. Love some Brittany Snow. Oh. I saw her in the flesh, redhead at where was I radio city music hall when I went to see Ben Platt I went to the bathroom and there she was I was like pitch perfect I would have freaked out should I have been like I am yeah just start singing what if I was like that's my lady jam because that's what she said (laughs) just start singing the new girl in town anyway so I had just so many feelings towards her and the fact that like that whole scene of like her and George meeting eyes and like walking across the room like also, Jane, why did you just stand there? Like, right. what the hell? Stick your arm out. Right. Even still, I would be like, I don't want you dating my boss. That is right. so yeah. valid in itself. Oh, like, you yes. don't even have to tell him that you like him. But of course, Agreed. the younger sister not really knowing, like being completely oblivious to the needs of their older siblings. Like, or anyone, period. Or anyone, or anyone. Just not understanding, like, oh, me dating my sister's boss. Or, oh, my sister's talking very highly of this man that doesn't mean anything you type thing it's right. like right. being completely oblivious to that um do we get an age difference like what do we get like a test and jane age difference i think we do in the mm. beginning but i don't remember what it is it's oh, drastic though it's like, like four a, years seems i want to say it's like four to seven years because but, the mom's and dead and she raises her yeah true 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 true, true and in true. the first scene when she like fixes the wedding dress she looks probably about seven or yeah. eight and then she, yeah the other like Tess looks around like four yeah you're so right you're so right but and then Tess and George are extremely far in age there's at least a 10-year gap with them but they were like I'm gonna say they were a hot couple like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree and you know what I'm gonna say it right now Tess looks amazing in yellow absolutely that little dress girl Love. sparkle it up um I'm assuming Tess is like our age like between yeah. like 23 and 25 Okay, yeah, because she's like traveling a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just view everybody older than me because I I refuse to accept the fact that I'm getting older. I would say that she's like 27. Um, but also I just learned that Leonardo DiCaprio was 22 in Titanic, and I was like, you don't look 22 at all. Like I have no concept of what age looks what anymore. Like there's Mm -mm. 15 year olds that look 25. So, but the only thing I didn't like about Tess is her eyebrows, and as an eyebrow connoisseur, (laughs) I think that she needed to fix that a little bit but they were very for the time they were very early 2000s absolutely so i won't like shit on her forever but you know right as that a modern so day woman you know eyebrows oh, no, no. put those can back you imagine can <laughs> you imagine us without eyebrows we wouldn't even be ourselves we would lose half of our identity wow <laughs> anyway <laughs> i don't have a sibling but like i can't imagine if i had a gay brother going to see him and he was like this is the guy I'm interested in and me being like I'm sure I'd be like wow you're hot but I can't imagine having like the balls to go for it 
Yeah. I just yeah. think it's so rude. <laughs> like, no, I just, I can't imagine doing it. Dynamic. I'm like yeah. such a conflict avoider. Like I could never. I, just, I mean, as right. as the younger sibling in my family, like out of I have an older sister that's blood, and then two sets of step on each side, and I'm still the youngest. I I'm like very conscious of like who the age of the person I speak to. And I'm sometimes I'm like, oh, that person is cute. Oh, they're older than my sister. Like, that's weird. Right. Like, should mm-hmm. I, you know, like I even think like that. So I couldn't mm-hmm. even imagine seriously pursuing someone who is was with a relation. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like not even talking about it. Like, a, do you, your boss yeah. is really hot. What's the situation? Yeah. Or like Kevin right. Michael being like, I have a crush on my boss. Yeah, I like I any the fact that there was no communication about any of this and they're so close like right it made no sense and it's yeah. like you raised her you should have you've been able to tell her hard things before I assume right. like, who told her about her period like this can't be harder than that yeah right. you're so right girl yes 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 girl, yes girl girl um but okay one thing about Tess too I guess like I said <sighs> these types of women really bothered me when I was younger just because I wasn't like them and one of the big things that they had that I didn't was confidence like amount of confidence in themselves and I think that's a blessing and a curse because I guess from another woman to another woman which I'm I'm growing and I'm learning to not judge this way but you can be seen as like a flirt or like a little hoey or just promiscuous in a sense yeah now I'm like go you have that liberation but but also it's like with that confidence I think they know they're worth more. So they're able Mm -hmm. to kind of showcase themselves, which makes them more appealing. It's like a process. Like the more confident you get, the more people are receptive to you. The more people receptive are you, the more confidence you get, the more guys you get. And then the more you are. It's interesting in that. Negatively upon. In that way of some girls are looked upon as confident, hot, popular, amazing. And then other people, some girls are looked at as, confident you're a bitch you're a diva yeah I want to do with you mm-hmm. like what like what is the thing that makes the difference guys are similar too it's like a there's a confidence and then there's an arrogance and I and yeah. I do think they're very different and I think it's just how you come off and how you treat people some people think confidence is like being mean and like right. being like dismissive and I'm I'm like that's arrogance and that's rude that's not confidence right. um and I'm talking mostly about like the gay community and like the people like I know, I think it really just comes down to how you treat people and yeah, how I think you, I also you think come off in a group. Depending on where, the, like the setting you're initially meeting someone. Like yeah. I've had so many friends that I was like, oh my God, they're definitely a bitch in an audition room. And then mm-hmm. I like actually speak to them and they're like a perfect human. Yeah. yeah. So I think in a setting like that, we all, in, especially in this indus- industry, we're like, like whatever like they're mean right. but then you're like oh okay yeah you're nice Whereas, like yeah. if you yeah if you're like in high school and like she's like the popular confident one she was like hot and everyone mm-hmm. loved her I also think people uh which is something I think we all need to work on is they associate like people that have a lot of of sex or you know how date a lot of people as someone who's like can be bitchy or just like really confident and in a bad way like that's a bad Mm -hmm. thing to like be really uh like a sexual being and I think that's not always true I think Tess was definitely portrayed in a more negative light in this film and that's kind of we have this Mm -hmm. these 
negative feelings. And people like that do exist. People that kind of put themselves first and don't think about other people's feelings. But I definitely something I have learned through growing up and meeting more confident people, especially confident women. Like you were in high school, everybody is completely insecure. So it's like when you finally meet someone that is acknowledging their self-worth, you're like, I hate them because it's like, you don't feel shitty like us. Why don't you feel shitty like this? Oh, you're a bitch, you know? Um, And that is not the case. Lift up your sisters. Um, Right. (laughs) I'm also someone that like- Also, it's like, what what made us think like that? Movies. Movies. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like movies like this. I still grapple with it in sense of like, I've always been someone who believes that confidence doesn't need to be spoken or mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be audibly said and so i've anytime anyone is has been i've been around people who like boast about themselves or like really talk themselves up i register that right away as just like a oh like Turn you off. can't you can't read the room like right. mm-hmm. i don't need to know that you think you're fantastic and i don't know if that's just a growing up insecurities and like growing up just like shyer that's like oh i could never unless i'm super right. comfortable around you to be like oh well, i think i'm fantastic like Right. And, and we all, and we all do at some point, you know, I've just always been someone, and to this day, I'm still someone that like confidence is like something that is just like, can have within you. And it just radiates just on how you, how you be versus I'm fantastic. I'm a really talented singer. I'm hot. Agreed. Also one thing that we should know, and it it happens in this movie. And I think we often forget about it because we think about all the terrible things that she did which actually let's just get that out of the way. Things that I thought were unredeemable about Tess that I need to share is that she got mad about the article, even though it was like literally just like it shat on her, but it was mostly embarrassing for Jane. And she was like, it's all your fault, Jane. Um, (laughs) And she obviously lied about every like herself which was yeah. really Everything. Con- was really confusing to me. George, I felt was like a really stand-up guy for the most part. Sure, he was mm-hmm. oblivious, but I right. thought, you know, he was well-educated, he was handsome, he was what man's kind, not oblivious. kind to Jane, really kind to Jane. And even when like the article came out, he was like, that guy's an asshole. Like you should come with me to right. this event. And he didn't treat her differently after the whole like rehearsal, wedding rehearsal dinner thing, which I thought that was like, yeah, you're right. but like, you really think he's not going to date you because you're vegan or you don't like to go hiking or like, okay, sure. You might not be the most perfect match, but like, he's really not going to give you a chance or anything just because of like really right. stupid things. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. And he's not the one. And you're right. still hot. So like, right. who cares? Yeah, Tess has like lines of men, I guarantee you, who are like, yeah. I will marry you instead. Tess yeah. is fine. I don't, I'm trying to think of if I've ever lied to appeal to people. Maybe I've tried to seem like sportier than I would, or yes. I tried yes. to like talk up sports a little bit more, yeah. like pull out my facts, like that. The very but like facts that you actually do know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll like, I'll like pull out some of my baseball facts, but like I do, I know it. But like mm-hmm. if someone says someone's name, I'll be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I <laughs> noticed that like I adapt to whoever I'm dating. Okay. And like a great, like you have other interests. I don't really know anything about this. Let me kind of immerse myself in it and like find my, find my interests within this. Like, oh, you are I- really sporty. Let me watch sports. So I at least kind of know who's playing because right. I, I don't, I personally don't want to date actors. I, it's just yeah. something that like, I have no interest in doing. And so clearly there's going to be some ad- 
adapting on their end to be like, what's wicked? Yeah, but and that's thoughtful. That's like you're yeah, showing right. up for the person. But I've never been like, I, I, I played basketball. Right. Um. As a matter of fact, like I, I will act like obsessively ask questions if we're like watching a game. I'll be like, wait, why? Why are they what's doing what, it, what sport is right. this? Or if I'm like um. watching a football game that I like don't, I'm like, this is stupid. Like this game literally makes no sense. I just sit there silently and I'm just like, but I think that's the way to do it. It's like you either compromise and kind of give up some of your time um, from your interests and you kind of just, you know, if Tess didn't want to, you know, go on a hike, but George did just go on the hike and don't complain. And then he'll take you shopping after, you know, like I think there's so many different ways to adapt. I liked that word, Joe, where it's not, it's not changing yourself. It's just you're, you're curious and you want yeah. to know more about them because you like them and you're interested in them. Right. And I just thought that was like, so I was like, Tess. She took it to girl. the extreme. Cause like, he didn't say that I won't date a vegan. Yeah. He never said or that. Or I won't date someone guy. who's not vegan. Um, right. Exactly. I mean, she literally like takes it to the point too, where he, she like makes his like adopted esque brother. Yes. <laughs> That was fucked up. I was like, what? psycho bitch. And that's the thing, like, she's actually chaotic and manic. I think once again, I'm gonna bring it to my point of every movie. Even though I think this this movie does it, regardless, because she's stunning and she's this hot young woman. It's not portrayed as like this kind of like stalker-ish crazy person. And like I said, I think this movie does it, and she comes off as like that anyway. And that's just the writing, and there's really no way to not. Had it been like a less attractive, less attractive less kind of like homely like rom com mm. where like there's this woman who just wants to be with this man, um, it it would have come off like a very different way of just like a is she okay versus right. maybe funny. But I what I did appreciate though was that I personally found Tess hotter than George. As obviously like a George, I think is really hot, um, and like a daddy and a boss. But it was nice to see daddy. a really hot girl go for it instead of vice versa yeah she's just like it's him versus like a us trying to do it for like zach efron Um, i love that love that yeah 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 so i did think they did a nice job with that and the way they portrayed jane it wasn't like george was well i feel like they tried to do this a little bit but i think as a viewer after what you just said joe it's like george wasn't like out of reach for jane i don't i wish and i wish she didn't feel that way about herself one thing, though, that I just cannot get over and I will never, ever get over and I will hate Tess because of this is the wedding dress. Like, I cannot. I was just I say that. cannot uh-huh. understand that's, how she cut that, it up. Like, like, that's like strike. Like, that That just does it for me. She could have done yeah. everything right and then do that and and she's done. Like, your no. dead mom's dress. You cut she it. She cut up. it. You cut it up. That is fucked up. And you knew Jane wanted to wear it. Yeah, I was about to say, knowing your sister, that's the one thing she's ever, like, asked for was the the boathouse, too. Like, oh, if I shared, like, I get it. Like, imitation is the form of flattery. But if I shared my wedding details with you and you were like, I'm going to do the same exact thing, I would be like, bitch, come on. Come on. And she asked you to do everything for her. I would have been like, back up. Back up. You're giving me three weeks. You want to use mom's dress that you cut up and you want me to do everything for you? Right. What? And you're getting, you want me to get a discount on your fucking cake? What? Right. I think it takes like a really specific person to understand that like imitation is flattery in that sense. Like I think it takes a really big person to share something and to be like, okay, it's not personal. They just like it too. Right. Um, 
And I have trouble I, with that. I think everyone yeah. does. I think everyone's like, oh, okay. But like, I think you wake up at some point and you're like, noted, it's not a big deal. But like having a sibling in the wedding is very, very different. And I think it's more sibling because if it was like my best friend and I was like, I really want to get married to her and she was like, I love it. We don't have the same friends really. But like your yeah. sibling where it's literally going to be the same exact wedding. Yeah. Right. And not only that is she doesn't even have any friends to be in the wedding. So then she yeah. Has, yeah, she has to ask Judy Greer. Judy Greer. <laughs> and she's like, absolutely not. Get that. But also, why friend. doesn't she have friends? She's right. a guy's girl. She's like, I don't know why boy girls don't like me. And then she's like, Wait, well, I do know why. <laughs> it's just it is such a flawed character. And she does it perfectly. Well, that was pretty much all that I had quick recap of things that we discussed women don't need to uh n their worth isn't determined by their wedding or if they're married and they don't need to have that plan they don't even need to have to get married kevin aka james marsden is very controversial uh more controversial than we thought he shouldn't have written that article that was really shitty but also uh, perfect but also but we still love him but we still love him and we make excuses for hot people ding 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 that happens every episode and mm -hmm. tess is the worst um but she clearly has her own trauma that she's dealing with which that was what i wanted to acknowledge is that she said the reason why i came back is because i wanted to be like you because i my boyfriend dumped me and i lost my job so even if we think these women are confident confident women are not some of them are bitches, yes. Some of them can be a little nasty, but we need to take into account, you know, the shit that they're going through. And, you know, if you're afraid that you're, you know, coming off wrong, it just comes down to kindness. So just yeah. be nicer. And if, even if you're confident, it'll probably come off in a better light. Um, so that's what we learned today. Would we watch this movie again? We will 100%. be. Absolutely. It's probably on TV today. It's probably yeah. on TV. E network at 5 p.m. Check it. Yeah. Set your recordings. Um, also, so we I feel like we just didn't speak about we we mentioned the amazing dress scene, but we also obviously the Benny and the Jet scene is just is equally iconic. amazing. Iconic. And so is the cab scene where she's yeah. like going back and forth. There are some fantastic yeah. scenes in this movie. Yeah, there are some very notable scenes that you're just like, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. This. But if I guess we're gonna talk about my expectations for love and dating based off one of those scenes, yeah. um, we can quickly touch on the cab driver because men are pigs. So that was very uh, true representation. Uh, obviously, he's gonna look at you when you're changing, girl. Come on. Um, yeah. But moving past that to the Benny and the Jets, like that, I think that was another reason why I completely looked over everything bad about James Marsden's character, because it's like, who wouldn't want a guy that is just completely free and in the moment and just like able to sing at the top of his lungs. He's not embarrassed. He's confident, but not in an mm -hmm. arrogant way. Right. And um, waiting for someone like that to come into my life and like allowing me to dance on a table with him barefoot, fierce, obsessed. Yeah. I love this segment, which hot person has Megan made excuses for this movie? James Marsden, um, last episode was Kevin Costner, just all the male leads. I just, I can't help it. I'm trained okay. by society and culture to do that. So forgive okay. me. And another thing about that Benny and the Jet scene is like, they were in this really shitty moment. And as someone with anxiety, like I would be Katherine Heigl. And he was like, just relax. We're going to figure this yeah. out. Like. We're going to have a good night. I'm going to have a drink. Like, yeah. that's what I need. I need someone to yeah. like, calm down my, like, psycho. So yes, if anybody thinks they have the traits out there, slide in the DMs. Available. Yeah. Available. Available. All right, Nicole. Same. 
We're going to finish off with some games. I'll do the first one, Joe, because you never like my description. So I will go. I don't. I will but it's okay. It. I haven't seen them yet. Let me, I, You're probably going to tell I me that they're terrible. Them. But I have to I'll generalize refrain. because if we got too complicated, it would just take too long. That's true. So, I, was, I did get too complicated with the last one. The first one we do is we call it who are you so basically who are you romantically in this film and we have four choices here today um hybrids are allowed but like strongly discouraged first jane jane is someone in a relationship that takes care of everyone and she is she wants to like make it easy for her partner you know kind of wants to she wants to wear the pants but in, in a gentle way kevin mm -hmm. is like the chaser he, he likes grand gestures a romantic if you will george is oblivious he kind of doesn't know what's going on in relationships he's just like along for the ride and then mm -hmm. tess is like the fun and flirty um but she wouldn't mind some stability okay so i just say it yeah go for it okay i'm definitely i mean i i would have to say generally i i would definitely be the jane for sure mm -hmm. like right. concerned about everyone else first but i though strongly discouraged i, I do have a little sense of tess in me just mm -hmm. like I think like confidence wise, the Jane in me is like, I'm one of those people that like, I'm not the biggest fan of myself. And that's something that I work on mm -hmm. on the daily, yeah. but like, but I do walk into a room and I do know and have been told multiple times that like, I walk in somewhere and someone's like initial reaction to me is like, oh, she's a bitch. Like she's like, she's really? a bitch. confident. Oh my God. Yes. I get that all the time. Oh my like, gosh. I, would I don't. I, oh, thanks, Joe. Um, I mean, like most of my friends are like, oh yeah, like when I initially met you, like I was, like I was, you're intimidating. I'm like, well, once you speak to me, I'm a fucking loser. Like, <laughs> but um, no. yeah, I do think, I do, I do think Jane. Megan. Joe. Okay, okay, okay. Um, ooh, let me look at my descriptions. She's like, okay, okay, Kevin. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think I'm a chaser. Like, I think I'm too scared to chase people. I get really yeah. self-conscious. So I guess that's the Jane in me of being like, um, I don't know if I'm like, like you. I think we all struggle with like, where is, where is my self-worth? Where does the end? Where's like my threshold? We all, we're all working on things. And I'm just trying to be honest. But and, question, Megan, are you basing that off of their looks or like? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Because do I don't that. know. I don't know them. Don't do right. that. I don't. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't um, yourself out that you're not allowed no, to no, date no, someone no. that looks like Ryan Gosling. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like, if we're being honest and transparent, my word on the podcast is transparent, transparent, transparent. Get that out of your head, Megan. Um, we're we're just telling, you, Megan. We're telling the truth. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm a little bit of of Jane. Um, I think I do like to take care of people. Absolutely. Grand gestures wise. Sure. I'm I think Kevin is like the romantic in this, like showing up for people. I think that's really important. So even though strongly discouraged, yes. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit of Jane and Kevin. Uh, Joe, go ahead. Before I say it, I would like to say that like taking care of people gets like a really bad rep. Yeah. In I life. Agree. And I don't think that's accurate. I don't understand the issue with wanting to take care of someone. I don't think it's an issue. I think it becomes, it. it's still not the issue, but I think the issue is on the person when they don't care about themselves. Yes. Like, yeah, and it's not reciprocated. That's it. And it's yeah. not reciprocated. Anyway, um, I'm the kind of Nicole's, but opposite. I think I am Tess, fun and yeah. flirty, but what about stability until I, I am like offered stability and then I get kind of like the Jane. I, I'm someone, I, it's very clear when I start getting feelings for you because it turns into the Jane of like, a, oh, like, 
let's take care. Let's, I want to do everything that's right and like make it just like easy and simple. And once I kind of get feelings, I get in my head. Um, I can casually date people for a very long time and be completely fine. And then it's when it's like a, oh, that's mm. when it, it, it flips. Um, yeah. So I, I, feel I would like say Jane, that. Jane is like a, the character of like, I like preach this forever. And it's something that, again, I, I've literally worked on and have been working on forever. But it's like, or you can't love anybody until you love yourself kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But she, she's ready. She's ready to move on. So in a way, yeah. she does love herself. She's just also worried about other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she didn't strike me as like a not a confident person. No, um, she, no. She came up very aware, which is another no. thing. Like, I don't think it's self-deprecating to be aware that you, to say that like, I don't find myself the most attractive person or I don't think I am, especially comparing someone to like Tess. I don't think that's self-deprecating. It doesn't mean you're not hot or stunning to someone else. I, I just don't see the issue with it. Like, yeah. it's it's okay for me to be like, great, I don't look like Zac Efron. Like, I, I don't look like James Marsden. I don't, yeah. like, but that doesn't mean I don't think I'm an attractive person, you know, or like that. And so I feel like that's very much like a Jane. She's just like, I'm not the hottest girl in the room and I'm not going to be. That's okay. I'm still kind mm-hmm. of a great person. Um, yeah. yeah. Which I like. She wasn't dumpy in that sense. No, um, she wasn't. Which we, I feel like we notice a lot in other yeah. movies. And there wasn't the main... like a huge makeover scene, which there mm-hmm. usually is because no. she didn't need it. We just saw her right. in 27 dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I really liked Jane as as the protagonist. There wasn't anything wrong with Jane. She no, just kind she of wasn't. got like a, she... an annoying hand. I liked being on her side in this movie. And I liked being on George's side. I thought he was really likable. I had no yeah. problems There's with nothing him. wrong with George. You kind of no. feel bad for George. Honestly. Like, George he got, got played. He got, he got played. played. Um, I, it was, it's just rare that you root for like the male boss. Honestly. Or like, or like the male <laughs> love interest. You don't ever really like, root for that trope. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one you do, you're like, George, wake up. Like, yeah. <laughs> Their kiss I, scene is always so interesting to me. I'm like, you're using tongue. Like, how are you not feeling anything? <laughs> right. Um, but I, I think this movie stands. I think it's, it a, it's a strong movie. Great All right, movie. let's do our last. Let's do our last game. Oh, yeah, we have one more game. I'm sorry. In. Yes. Okay. All right. So we play our favorite middle school game every episode. Uh, we play Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, FMK. Our options today are Kevin, James Marsden, George, the boss. I don't know who plays George. Um, uh-huh. And... Casey Judy Greer. <laughs> I could have said the dad, but I was like, uh, no, no, I, was I like, don't want to kill a dad. I don't want to. No. Okay, this is easy. I already have it in my head. Okay. Go. Okay. Um, Mary Kevin. Um, kill George. Fuck Judy Greer. Hey. Because I like I love Kevin too much, and I don't want to kill Judy Greer. No, I don't want to kill Judy Greer. I don't want to kill her either. But I don't want to kill anyone in this group. But, um, I mean, George is nice, but like boring. That's true. Likeable, but boring. But I honestly, I don't know what it is. You guys probably will hate it, but I really like his voice. And I don't know. I, think I like George really, a lot. Really hot. No, yeah, I literally no bad blood. Just like. But uh, yeah, you're right. I feel like sex might be boring. Yeah. Sex might be boring. But you know what? I'm willing to take that risk. So I would fuck George. I would marry Kevin and I would kill Judy. I'm so I'm so okay. sorry, Judy. I love you so much. <laughs> I also would kill Judy, unfortunately. No as much way. as I love Judy. Um, I think oh. I would marry George. You like and my I, daddy. I would fuck Kevin. 
I think I'm very much a Kevin. Um, I think Kevins work out really well in the beginning, but then yeah. Cause it's fun. Then, and then you're yeah. like, whoa, what is yeah. happening um, here? I, in this specific instance, I don't think I could get past the article. Yeah. Um, like if someone had yeah. written an article about every show I had not booked and like posted and like took photos. <laughs> never, of never, me, like, never booked. Like never in, like, booked in the like, costumes. In the costumes or like with my sides. And it always, was like non-union always. actor, always, always cut. Always, like, always, uh, always the standby. <laughs> always at the stage door, never on the stage. Like, like that's how it read. Like I could uh, yeah. never. Yeah, you're I, so just right. like it's just uh, insulting. But like I, I would fuck Kevin. I don't um, know. Him showing up to that dinner though was like enough to turn it all around for me. I just, like, I just think oh, George what? is the marrying type. I just feel like that's who you marry. He would take like, care of you. He's got he's money. Totally he's gonna keep. And he's nice and he's fun. He goes hiking. He goes hiking. That's yeah. fun. I like to hike. Yeah. Um, We're good to go. He just seems someone like normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's a, I don't think you go wrong with Kevin. I just feel like no. me personally, I'm like, I am a Kevin. Yeah. Um, totally. Well, Nicole, that was so Nicole. much fun. Thank wow, you. Guys, thank you. So this much for coming fun. on. I know we're very ridiculous over here, but. Um, no, I loved it. Chat it up. Yeah, it was good seeing you both. It was so nice to see you. And you're so close to us. If you come into the city, please let me know. But uh, Nicole, we love you. Everyone, please make sure. Nicole, where are you on Instagram? What is your handle? Um, I'm at Nicole Zelka on everything. Everything. Here, make sure you it catch... easy for us all. Yes, and make sure you catch Nicole on tour this fall, fingers crossed, um, uh. with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory um, throughout mm -hmm. the next year or so, coming to a city near you. Okay. <laughs> You're a star. We love you so much. Scrolling to the skies. We love you so and much. And her little grandma bed. Yes. <laughs> Bye, doll. I need to go scoop ice cream now. Yes. All right, have so much fun. Bye. 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 Another one. Wrapped. Wrapped. Wrapped date is. What is the date? What is, is the twenty eighth of? The twenty eighth of April. It's May. It's May, Megan. Oh, I thought you were just going to say, like, no, Megan, it's May. It's not no, April. It's, like, we're sorry, currently... no, it's practically May. And I almost had a panic attack. No, no, it's practically yeah, no, May, no. which is so fucking strange. I know. I feel like we're in a time warp again. I woke up this morning. I got very, very deep in, like, my thoughts this morning for some reason. In and I was feels. like, remember middle school? And I was just like, Let's and not. I was just, and not in, like, a bad way, but I was just like, it's so crazy to me that like this body was that kid in middle school in that time. And I was like, and I still experience like the memories of like, I think time is this, I'm slowly understanding like time and like time passing. And like, it's just a very interesting external like experience. Um, and I was Whoa. like, this body was that kid who went through all of that and those experiences. And now that is, and I was like, well, so my mom must have those memories too. Anyway, I woke up to do the podcast with those strange, strange thoughts. Wow. Um, and it's gonna only gonna continue. Like we will look back and be like, remember when we did a podcast? Remember when we did a podcast? Yeah, but um, this yeah, episode was great. I love Nicole so much. I'm Me so glad too. she's doing well. And I miss her. I'm missing everyone. Me um, too. All of our though, like, super fiercely talented friends. I just miss like being around them and in that space yes. and energy. And we're net. I don't think we've all been in one room ever at the same literally time. since spring awakening concert <laughs> like in 2019 but, e but even then like we weren't as close as we all are now no we um, weren't we have not all been together in a very very long time soon enough
soon Hopefully. enough. But another one in the books. Another one. And I loved books. it. I thought it was great. I agree. And we will keep on trucking. We'll see you in May. Oh my god, our next episode comes out in May. Our next episode it'll be May when this comes out. It's May. Oh my god, it's May. It's, it's like May, May, May first. May third. No, May second. No, May third. 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 I'm looking. Third. At yes. Third. 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 That's oh insane. my gosh! The day this comes out, I'll be filming something. So send me luck and vibes, I guess. Oh my god! Look at us in our extra work. Look at that look TV. At that. Watching the Oscars though, they were talking about people's first jobs, and they were like, "He started as an extra." It's not a matter of if it'll happen. It's a matter of when it will happen. Of when? Of Absolutely. When. So. Keep on dreaming out there, dwellers, and we hope to have you listening again next week. Yes. Joe, I love you so much. I love you, Megan. We will talk soon. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> so stupid. We'll never tell if you kiss well.